0: This is Managing Mayhem,
1: presented by Two Lawyers and a Layman.
0: Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Hello, and welcome to Managing Mayhem with Patty, Jeff, and Jack. Whoa,
2: (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) They popped up there. Doing well, doing well. How's it going?
1: Um everything's going great over here. Um you know, I've been Good. Noti- I've been noticing some articles um and there's a new trend called quiet quitting and some clients have actually asked me about it. So I thought yeah. it'd be fun if we just I don't know if it's fun topic, but if it okay. be, I thought it'd be interesting. It's, an interesting to discuss. it's a
2: really interesting topic. Right? Uh, it's called it's
0: called quiet quitting.
1: Yeah, I sat here and tried to quietly quit, and no one noticed. So I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I, I must be missing the point.
2: Yeah, <laughs> am I not doing this right? Well, it's funny because I think the name is slightly misleading, but essentially, what it is is people who are just doing the bare minimum of work to stay stay employed. They're essentially they're not doing less, they're not slacking, but they're just doing kind of the bare minimum to to keep hmm. their job, right? And, and I'm wondering okay. why is that a
1: trend? That seems like status quo. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so are they are they going towards quitting or is that where it stops? Do they
2: just are they just do the bare Well, I think what they're talking about, what people are trying to get away from, and they they label it as, like, the hustle culture of kind of going above and beyond, working long hours Mm. with really low reward, and people are like, what's the point, right? Why? Why why am I killing myself to, um, you know, put in in so much time for for work, right? Right.
1: Yeah. I, You know, and when you... You and I were first discussing quiet quitting and seeing it, it, believe it or not, it's on TikTok and you know Facebook and social yeah, media. It, and- it
2: originated from TikTok. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. guy who like, coined it. but Yeah. I have to okay. say, yeah. I
1: was initially pretty skeptical. Maybe I'm a baby boomer and I thought, okay, wait, this is like stick it to the man. You know what I mean? I'm I a
2: millennial know. and I was skeptical. Any advice <laughs> coming from TikTok, I'm like, eh. that's where i get most advice and
0: recipes
1: yeah you know i sometimes when they say like you know we're not gonna you know hustle we're gonna get out of that hustling that to me sometimes makes me feel like i'm back in junior high and i'm in charge of the group project that no one cares about right i'm the only and they're too cool for school you know what i mean that was right that was my first gut until i read more oh Mm
0: -hmm. yeah because i think that it makes sense like i I'm confused a little bit why it's called even quiet quitting when it's literally just someone just saying like, I'm actually just going to do what my job requires. I don't have to go above and beyond. I mean, if their job doesn't require it, then... I don't really even understand the name, quiet right. quitting. You know,
1: I agree with you. I think they should do it uh, you know, more like quiet working or quietly working like s- if you want to be. Uh,
0: silent, <laughs> silent stagnance. Yeah, because <laughs> when
1: I read some further articles about it, it was basically a recognition that employees need to rebalance, that they've gotten out of right. sync. And that to me is, you know, setting better work-life mental health balances. That's Absolutely. very different than quietly quitting like I'm sitting there knitting all day. That's loud right. Right. quitting. Work. That's,
2: that's loud quitting or checking uh, out. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm done. I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm actually kind of pissed off <laughs> right like you can yeah. fire me and then i'm gonna
0: file a discrimination claim
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: to the sound of these knitting needles yeah right. i mean i've had
1: a lot of the loud quitting where people are being almost insubordinate but they're waiting for someone to fire them so they could try to get unemployment right. Right. or you know that it doesn't rise to misconduct but that's not what um, i'm reading this is as loud no quitting.
2: And I know some people are they're quiet quitting because they're actually looking for another job, a different job that's a better fit for them. But by and forth, so kind of said, just yeah, floating
0: by, by while they look for something. Right. But
2: but for the most part, what we're talking about today as far as quiet quitting are the majority of people who they're just reassessing that work life balance, those boundaries um, and yeah. realizing why am I on this hamster wheel for really, and I'm not going anywhere, right? There's right. There's, there's no movement. Or
0: I don't want to go somewhere. Like I just want to <laughs> yeah. stay right where right, I'm at. Right, right. <laughs> like and I, it's funny I, that the whole th- that whoever came up with the name quiet quitting was all about like the anti hustle culture because that is like hustle culture language. The fact that you're <laughs> just doing your job is quitting. It's like <laughs> right. you're a quitter for just doing what's required of you. Is kind of like. Uh, it's a weird That's a
1: really good event. point. It's like saying, you know, you met all the expectations of your job, and you're failing because you met the expectations.
2: It's yeah. the, it's the Jennifer Aniston Office Space. You're not wearing enough flair, but yeah, you're required to wear a certain amount of flair. So, it's like,
0: but so and so wears this amount, and I do think that does make people feel like if they're doing what they need to do and have balance, they aren't doing enough because they don't want more. They don't right.
1: Is they're doing their job there's doing I mean, their
0: job yeah. but there's both sides of it people should right. be able to hustle and people
2: should be able to just do their jobs absolutely right.
1: but what's the root cause of suddenly something trending called quiet quitting i guess is my question
2: so well, i think the first thing i mean obviously a major cause in all of these employment shifts and employees leaving companies is obviously the pandemic was a a massive factor yeah. in that right. i mean we we've talked about the the great resignation and people leaving I think these are the people who they can't leave. They don't want to leave necessarily, yeah. but they do want that work life balance, right? And for maybe financial right. reasons, they're going to stay in that position, but they're going to reduce the amount of effort they're putting in and, and just do what their job actually asks them to do, right?
0: And it kind of even puts your job in its place. It seems like people want that to define them less because maybe they've reevaluated what is important and that they want to be able to just do their job and then be able to actually spend time with family. I'm doing things I'm passionate about. You know, I don't know. I, I, think I that agree. COVID I, yeah. has kind of made people reevaluate that.
1: In the surveys that we looked at on that pandemic burnout, they did, a lot of it was people had loved ones dying, very sick. There was a reevaluation of what's it all about? What am I doing? And so- Pandemic
2: epiphanies, right? Exactly. That's what they
1: said. And I do think there's something natural that flows from that. Um, about okay what am i doing why am i burning it at both ends
2: right you know aside from the the pandemic epiphanies the other thing that happened is a lot of companies a lot of people went to remote work and all of a sudden that line between office work time and family time and personal time is blurred Hmm. and all of a sudden you're kind of on call 24 hours a day totally and that's hard i mean it's really hard yeah i
1: noticed that even still now, people are still sending me emails at midnight, yeah. 11, 1 a.m. Right. The thing is, is that you see that people have blurred the boundaries of what is work and what is home life, especially when you work remotely.
0: Right. And, I, and I'm say that. sure someone's partner has just said... <laughs> You are going to be quietly quit, please. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you know, driving like, me nuts. like yeah, yeah, like, I mean, it is true. The expectation has changed so much. Yeah. I think that COVID was just, it has been a catalyst for that progression of being all in digital space and being constantly available for
2: for everything, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of companies struggled, and so they had to lay off employees, um, yes. let people go. Roles changed. They were taking right. on different responsibilities. And all of a sudden, we're kind of – and we're still in the pandemic. I don't want to say we're fully post-pandemic, but we're going back to the office. And all of a sudden, people are stuck with these expanded roles – and they're not hmm. being compensated for it properly, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. when, we,
1: when we had the recession in 2008, there were a lot of reductions in force. And I know that people were just, hey, I'll help do whatever I can because I want to keep my job. And so they were doing like two job descriptions. And then suddenly in 2012, they're still doing that with the same Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like chaos happens in the company, whether it's COVID or something. And then people step in and actually step up to right. cover ground and, and keep things going. And then I feel like sometimes they feel taken advantage of because yep. this, the companies just say, oh, well, they did it then they'll just keep doing it and they're not like wait there's no it's, acknowledgement of the extra
2: effort there's no acknowledgement it's just not sustainable right it's like you can right it wasn't supposed you to step be up for a moment right. but but definitely it yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> and wait.
1: suddenly it's the status quo i mean right, right. you're like <laughs> i
0: i was stepping up to do extra to help you guys out and now you're
2: actually taking advantage of yes. the fact that i tried to help yep and the quiet quitters i don't blame them for saying hey this is what I signed up for, and this is what I'm gonna do. Yes, because one of the one of the quotes we were looking at was saying that the person cast kind of that boundaries and they're like, "I'm going home at five, like computers off. I'm leaving. That's my schedule." Yeah. And they actually got better performance reviews <laughs> because I they saw that <laughs> they, they got better performance. And I and to me, it makes sense because they're coming to work more Focused. rejuvenated, not as burned out. They're focusing yep. on the time that they're there, and they're not thinking I'm going to have to stay till eight o'clock at night. And so right. I get it. And I think it's, you know, we have to recognize that in our employees, right? And that, I, that's I probably
0: that. something that employees need, you know, a clear layout of what the responsibilities are. And that if those are being met, that that's enough. Right. But
1: I, I want to look to what I think is a huge issue, at least in my, my opinion, regarding quiet quitting. And that is, what is the point when you're going to get only rewarded by a cost of living increase of 2 to 3%. And inflation is 8 to 9%. Yeah, so you're it's... basically getting a decrease in pay. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're not giving as a company a... Pay increase that actually matches the inflation rate. Yeah, you're. It's a demotion
1: because the average for 2022 for salary compensation increase is three. Isn't it 3.4 percent? Yeah, yeah, it's low. Inflation is just without even some seasonal adjustments. It's eight percent or seven point nine percent. They're thinking it's going to be even higher, and so. You're someone's. You're disguising it ra-
0: as a raise, it, right? Yeah. Exactly, Jeff. Yeah. Well, and also I think you're right too, Jeff. Is why would I put in more than my job description if you're gonna reward me with a two percent raise that actually is a decrease it's not a raise to me it's it's
2: just an adjustment of your salary right and so yeah it's fake
0: it's It's fake right and then you are gonna quietly quit until you go find somewhere that will respect your work
2: you know that's it the the other thing i see kind of that runs parallel with that is there aren't enough promotional opportunities in the organization for that person to actually move up and so like i had a friend and he went in and he got a promotion and his boss goes, all right, great. Uh, you'll be eligible for the next promotion after three years. Okay. And he's like. <laughs> Thank what, you for like, being what, honest. What, you know, if the promotion's just solely based on time <laughs> of service. It's like, all right, great. I'm not going to put in any additional effort because I don't have to. It's just time. Or I'll look for another job because that's really <laughs> sad. Right? There's
1: no incentive <laughs> baked in. And so I think that's also leading to this quiet quitting.
2: Right. Some people who are listening may be thinking, and I thought this initially, was, well, maybe the person is just not in the right job, right? It's not a good fit That's for good them. Point. Therefore, they they don't want to go for those promotions or work extra yeah. to, yeah, they're not passionate. And so they just probably need a different job. But the reality is a lot of people love their job and they're just not mm-hmm. happy because the company's not treating them well, right? Or There's not that recognition. I mean, I think there's that, right? I I agree. And I do think that the hustle culture element of it is really the mindset, the
0: problematic element of it is the mindset that people should innately be pushing themselves above and beyond without reward. And I think that it's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that that really it, It really is. I think that this quiet quitting thing actually challenges that in a healthy way. And I think, again, it has negative language around it that I don't understand. But it sounds like people are just saying, I am going to do my job, I'm going to do it well, and that's Uh my job at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Now, if I was able to rephrase it, I'd say quiet boundary setting or, or right. loud boundary setting, because it yeah. to me it's healthy to develop stronger boundaries um, between yeah. work, work life. But the quiet quitting, it just has this kind of ugh, I don't I don't know. The tone well, of quitting. You're You're a quitter. You're a quitter. Got a <laughs> you're, <right>. a quitter. <laughs> you're, you're a quitter. Right? Okay. Like, Let's just say not, not like, even I'm not what, I'm doing. Doing what I'm
2: doing. I'm doing the job <laughs> description,
0: right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, if you went to
1: your spouse or your significant other and said, "I'm just quietly quitting," they'd be like. Are you breaking up with me? I mean, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't like any of the language surrounding this. Right, we don't, don't like it.
1: it. <laughs> but let's look at some things that maybe managers, employers can do yeah. to to avert the quiet quitters. Um,
2: the first thing I would do is actually talk with your employees, right? Talk with uh, those that you supervise and kind of figure out where they're at. Ask them how they're doing, and if you notice people are kind of shutting down. And they're just, they're not going above and beyond like they were. And it looks like they are kind of quiet quitting. Ask them. Ask them what's going on. Ask them if you can help. Right. And try and figure out. I mean, you can do an employee survey Right. Jeff, Jeff right? you raise a
1: really good point because you're saying if you notice they've changed. I think that is yeah. Yeah, really a red yes. flag to notice. If they were really a go-getter and suddenly they're doing Sudoku at their desk or they're just very withdrawn, um, it's time for a conversation.
0: Exactly that. Like, check in and see, like. If the incentive that was there before is no longer incentivizes them or what would make them feel like they could function the way they were functioning before. also then it it shows that you're noticing that they go above and beyond you
1: care enough to actually observe yeah and 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 also say i like
0: that work ethic but what can i do to meet you there you know
1: how can we help you how can we help you get get your synergy back or whatever it is yeah
2: they're like honestly more than a two percent raise (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people leave a lot of Employees leave because their manager never checks in with them. It, right, they never yeah. talk to them, and so. Yeah. Just, but
1: you also have to reevaluate your compensation. Absolutely. You have to reevaluate whether that two, three percent is just killing your retention, killing mm. um, the morale. Also, yeah. look to incentives. If you can't, if you can't raise yes. the base, look to incentive bonuses, performance mm-hmm. bonuses, ways that you can, uh, you know, work with a carrot rather than a stick as far right. as incentivizing people. Right. right. When you're
2: reviewing those job duties, if the person's job yes. role has significantly expanded, then compensate them equitably for that. <laughs> like,
1: right, like if they were supervising 10 people right. in January of 2020 and they're supervising 70 and you've only given them a 2% raise, I mean... Yeah.
0: You better address it, or else they're just going to feel completely taken advantage of. Even if it's they're going to allow it, they're not going to just quiet. They're going to slap you in the mouth.
1: (laughs) Also, I would check your expectations. I mean, what are you expecting them to be? Um, boots on the ground 24-7. On
2: call, just ready to respond. I mean, is that realistic?
1: Are you riding them at four in the morning, three in the morning? You know, unless you're working night shifts, check yourself, look in the mirror and Mm -hmm. see if you have unreasonable expectations.
0: Your expectations (laughs) need to be reasonable. Absolutely. And
1: I think we've lost that during the pandemic. I I do think whether it's essential workers, healthcare workers, people are, you know, I I see it. I see the demands are way too high.
2: I mean, the other thing is there are a lot of things as a manager that are kind of outside your control on how an employee is behaving or acting. There are things probably in their personal life. And so just be aware that there may be components that you can't control or incentivize ultimately. Yeah, exactly. You have no no idea what goes on outside. Right, but I I think that what you have to do is just make sure that their performance doesn't drop to become substandard. Right. um, Where it goes into that slack and where they're crocheting at their desk and they're – Just hanging out, right?
1: Right, because the person that's going to leave are all their coworkers because you're allowing them not to do any work because you're so afraid of losing them. Um, On Hmm. the flip side, make sure... If they're having personal issues, you're not being the invasive interviewer saying, "Well, what are the personal problems? Tell me all about them. I want to I'll hear solve about
0: them. them. <laughs> I could get you to work three more hours a day. What, what, what do you need? I'm
2: also a marriage counselor. I'll talk to your wife. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, in those situations, you you refer them to employee assistance programs. You you yep. know you recommend leave of absences, things like that. But you are right, Jack. At some point, you don't know all the the factors, right. and so all you can do is control what you can control. Have the conversation. Yeah. How can we help you? Um. How can we uh, re-energize you and how can we incentivize our employees? And that's what I would look at, at yeah. least for
0: starters. It's a really interesting shift in a way of looking at work. Yeah.
1: I think the pandemic has really changed a lot of people um, psychologically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I have a psychology degree, but I am not a psychologist, <laughs> but massive shifts
0: Blurred lines of work and life. And I think people are starting to understand that this way of working may not be going away anytime soon. So they're drawing some lines that I
2: think actually are appropriate. Right. Right. And and you as a manager, you need to honor that work-life balance and make it a priority for your team. I think, you know, when we look at the one quote where the lady got better reviews because she set some boundaries down for her work-life balance, I think you're going to have happier employees, which equals more productive, which equals better client relationships. So yeah. really try and foster that, try and promote that. That's Absolutely. what I would recommend. Yeah, and just see what you can do to facilitate
0: everyone's yeah. balance. Yeah. Exactly. And
1: care, care about your workers. You know, right. talk to them. Yeah. So, talk I don't want to be quiet. I don't want to quiet quit and have no one notice.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, like, um, okay, this is humiliating. <laughs> I will quit.
1: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for taking the time to discuss this quiet trend. I think it's very interesting.
2: I think it's a it's going to be here. It's a new approach to work life balance and managers and companies need to be aware of it to
0: to be even able to have the conversation with their employees and be aware that that's something that they're going to want as well. And that ultimately the employer will want them to have that balance if it benefits the production.
1: Right. And the more you're willing to discuss it with them, navigate it, you know, work through it as a team, the easier um, it'll be. Yeah, easier will be and you'll have a greater retention and productivity. So. Absolutely. Godspeed. God well thank you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you for listening in and join us next week. We hope your week is mayhem free. Okay. Talk great. to you later. Bye. Right, see ya. Bye.
0: Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also make insomnia. But you know what? Trust your own judgment where you're not your mom.